today I'm going to take you on a little journey and what I'm hoping to achieve by the end of it is a sense of realisation, a sense of honesty within our individual selves because we've been able to have an honest discussion. What I want to be able to achieve from doing this is our ability to self-reflect on wherever we're at in terms of our overall health. Walk with me for a minute. Have you ever had a time where you felt like life is just difficult? Have you ever had a time where you feel like, I don't know if I can do this anymore? Have you ever had a time where you feel like, I'm not entirely sure what's wrong, but something is wrong. I don't feel right. And for you, when you felt that for the first time, you thought it's possibly because of where I'm at in my life. It's possibly because I've not quite achieved what I want to achieve. So you use that as a driving force to begin that journey of actually pushing yourself to get to that destination that you want to get to. Whilst that may have served as the perfect driving force that you required at that point in time. Have you then arrived at your destination and thought, but why don't I still feel better? I thought this was what I needed. I thought achieving this was what I needed because I should be feeling better by now. You know what? I think every one of us has. I know I have. I remember thinking that going to university, getting my degree that I wanted to get, and then getting the job I wanted to get was the thing I needed to make me feel better. And ultimately, buying my house for the first time, I was thinking, why all of this? I'm achieving it. And then one day, just before I moved, I remember just sitting there and just breaking down and thinking, why am I not feeling any better? Why does it feel like the whole world is on top of me? Why does it feel like I am not doing what I need to be doing? Why does it feel like I'm all alone, even when there are people around me that absolutely adores me and cares about me? The reason I've decided to talk about this today is because I was listening to something the other day. And that I was listening to was the reason I decided to do a little bit of search. And in my search, 
I found something very interesting. I say it's very interesting because a lot of the time I worry that as a society, we do everything we can to ignore it. But before I actually address the idea of societies, denial and refusal to actually accept that this is a problem, I thought I'd read something up. What it is that I'm trying to read out is just a brief stat. It says three times as many men as women die by suicide. It says men aged 40 to 49 have the highest suicide rate in the UK. Men report lower levels of life satisfaction than women according to the government's national survey. I also found out that only last year, over 5,000 men had committed suicide. And this got me thinking. It took me back to the time where I felt so rough that there was no escaping that feeling at that point in time. I felt so rough that there was no way I could see the opening at the end. So I've got to quickly say that the issue of mental health is not one that is gender specific. The reason I'm specifically talking about men today is because this is an area that's not highly spoken about. When it comes to mental health, a lot of the time, there seems to be this blasé attitude, I worry, within society. So, that's why I titled this Masked Pains the male mental health turmoil. I want to shed some light into the struggles that some men feel, why some men feel comfortable expressing their struggles and are able to reach out for support. Unfortunately, for a lot of men, It is not something that's normal simply because of the stigma that is associated with a man saying that they don't feel themselves. It is not something that is normal with a man saying, I am struggling, admitting to struggling. Instantly, you're categorized as being weak, as being not as not being a man. And I worry that this is actually quite destructive in its own, because what that then does is that it pushes people away from wanting to admit when they're struggling. Growing up, 
as I did in, in, in a community and a household where as a man, you don't talk about your feelings. It is not okay for a man to cry. You do not cry. You grow up and man up. Men don't cry. Even as early as recently when my dad passed away, I remember not being, att- not being able to attend in person. And I had to attend it virtually. And I remember being quite emotional and struggling a little bit. And I could remember my my cousins and nieces saying, don't cry, men don't cry, you know men don't cry. And this was only a few years ago. And growing up, it's kind of drilled into you that as a man, you you go out there, you're the protector and you take up your cross and you deal with whatever struggle that you've got to deal with and you just keep your emotions in check. What I am hoping that by talking about this today is that it normalizes an open discussion and reduces the stigma that is associated with men not talking about their their feelings and emotions. We've had high-profile professionals like Tyson Fury come out and talk about his struggles with mental health. We've had other people like Piers Morgan and also um, Stephen Batlett from the Diary of the CEO talk about feelings and emotions that men sometimes keep under wraps. And even though sometimes... We hear these things rather than encouraging us to actually open up and seek help without feeling ashamed. I worry that sometimes it does the opposite. There is this narrative misinterpretation where some men fear that discussing their struggles might be misconstrued and misinterpreted and by that I mean that you're only talking about this because you need attention you can't possibly be struggling because like I said men don't struggle and also there is this idea as well that by talking about it as a society, it derails the strategy of trying to see men as trash, as trying to see men as toxic. Because if we are able as a society to admit that men, just like women, are humans, then we've got to then admit that it is possible that men are likely to struggle because they're humans with feelings and emotions and experiences that potentially means 
that they might not always have it all together. Do we wonder why rather than talking about our feelings and emotions, we turn to drugs, we turn to alcohol, we turn to the things that we feel is going to be able to pick us up, give us that next high so that we can play the role of being the macho man and just getting on with life. How do we feel that in the time before us, we had men that played this role of masculine role and coming over and saving their family and all of that. But then also we had some of them that struggled so much that they would go out there, drink themselves senseless, come home and take it out on their family. Yes, we deal with things differently. Yes, some of us are emotionally together than others. But opening the floor to everyone, I believe, is able to create the impact that we all need in addressing mental health the relationships between families and our communities is essential when we have a healthy a healthy unit that could be as a man or a woman we can't just focus on one gender on the one hand we're saying we need equality because women are not being treated fairly. On the other hand, we're saying that it is because of men, that's why they're not being treated fairly. And we need to bridge that gap. But then, when it comes to actually dealing with your emotions, we're then saying, don't be silly. You can't possibly be emotional. Come on, you're a man. I am not saying here that there isn't an issue in our society with regards to setting people. I refuse to say it's just men because he applies to both parties that are destructive in the way they approach things. Their approach and behavior is unacceptable. I'm not saying that that's not there. But what I am saying is that by refusing to open the door, what that means is that we are neglecting a huge proportion of our society. We are re- rejecting not just the men of today, but of the men that are to come, whilst the men of the time before and the current time may be able to deal with some of this without tripping over the edge just by that little bit 
I worry that with the exposure that we've got currently, the way that men are being spoken of, the men are being degraded, the men are being made to feel as though they are not worth nothing, that our children have got a very, very long road ahead of them. I don't believe that hearing a stat like that, it's okay for anyone. I don't believe that it is okay to just sit with your emotions and feel as though there is no way out. I don't believe that rather than allocating resources that would accommodate for everyone, we try and negate certain genders just because there are that gender. Just because it is not possible for you to feel anything just because you are that gender. What that does is it drives it drives setting people down the plug hole. And when you begin to go down that rabbit hole and you feel like you're on your own, the only way you're likely to feel is, I'm not doing this anymore. I need an escape. And the escape that people choose a lot of the time, not only causes more destruction to themselves, but ultimately to the people around them. Have you got a family? Have you got a wife? Have you got a kid? Have you got parents? Everybody suffers. Everybody suffers because they don't understand what you're going through. Everybody suffers because they don't know how to help you. Everybody suffers because whilst they sometimes just want to be there for you, they don't feel that they are able to because they feel that it is self-inflicted. I want to tell you this, that if this is you, there is always a way out. There is always a way out because just by talking about it, what happens is that it helps you to feel a lot lighter than you have ever felt before. Just by talking about it, it helps you to understand that the journey you are on is not one that you need to walk alone. It helps you to understand that actually people do care about you because you are a person, a person with flaws, a person that can be vulnerable and it is okay to be vulnerable. We cannot be strong all the time. The realization sometimes that it is okay to be vulnerable is one of the 
biggest step, I believe, to recovery. Whilst you might get a high from drinking, using drugs, that's not the solution. It is not the solution because whatever it is that you've taken yesterday, you're going to need a little bit more than that to feel the same way that you felt yesterday, that you felt yesterday. And then the rabbit hole continues and continues and you begin to spiral. But instead, by having a conversation with people, that could be as easy as talking to your mom, talking to your dad, talking to your friend. One thing I don't want you to do is look around and just talk to any friend. And then when they don't listen, you feel as though, what was the point? You feel as though, what was the point? Because they didn't give you the result. A lot of the time they haven't got the result. But working together, you're able to find it. You'll be surprised at what you can find if you just type something on the internet, on Google, what charitable organizations are around you that can provide that service to you. You might not feel comfortable actually going around and speaking to someone. But there are services at the moment where you can actually have text conversations with somebody else. We spend enough time on our device. Why don't we just divert some of those times into actually making ourselves feel a little bit better? What you don't want to do is just go on YouTube go on Google, go on Facebook and all of all these social media platforms and looking and joining people on how to self-destruct because there are plenty of them out there. And yes, the government could do better. The government can do better in terms of providing services And it shouldn't be down to charitable organizations to provide these services. But where we're at right now is a place where these are the things that are available to us. It doesn't benefit the government to take you seriously. It doesn't benefit the government to look at your needs, but it benefits you to take you seriously sometimes it is okay to just shut yourself away for a minute and go to the gym shut yourself away for a minute and go for a walk shut yourself away for a minute and go for a bike ride whatever activity that you enjoy doing is that drawing writing taking some time away to focus on that and switching off for a second, for a minute, for 30 minutes, 
whatever, however long we need. We need to give ourselves that time to do that. But we shouldn't deal with this alone because by trying to deal with it alone, that's where a lot of this destructive mindset and thoughts come from. For men in my community, the idea of therapy is is a taboo. It's is a no-no. But if you've got the ability to access one, you will be so relieved and so pleased and you'll kick yourself why you haven't done it before. But one thing I will say is that the right time to do something is now. Not yesterday when you didn't do it. Not tomorrow, but right this very moment. That could be something as simple as sending a text message. Something as simple as typing what you're looking for on an on, on a Google webs uh, on a Google search engine. Services around me. Groups around me. If you're religious and you feel as though you need to go and speak to somebody in your church who can who may ultimately be able to say, I know of this organization because we work with them, that you could do that. But one thing I would say is that you don't accept that you are being possessed by anything. That's why you feel that way. Because it's not. We are able to feel down sometimes. And we are able to ask for help. I'm going to stop there today. And I would like you to be able to share your thoughts with me. We don't all have the answers. One thing you also need to remember is that this is but a journey. A journey to self-actualization. A journey to that realization of where we want to be. It is only but a journey. And the minute we can accept that, we can begin to feel a lot better again. We can begin to enjoy the people around us, the community in which we live in, and the world. We can begin to see it a lot differently. Until next time, people, continue to stay safe. And look after yourself. It has been Kings. Peace. Bye for now.